Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We had a blast at StarCast 6. A huge thank you to everyone who attended. And if you want to relive our stage show experience, you can with Premier Streaming Network. Over 20 stage shows took place StarCast weekend. From comedy shows, design panels, musical performances, talk shows, and more. Including a live edition of AEW Unrestricted with CEO Tony Khan. Sign up for Premier Streaming Network today and check out the shows available now on demand and in HD. And if you sign up today, you'll get two months free of Premier Plus. Enjoy the amazing lineup of content that Premier Streaming Network offers, including all five previous StarCast stage show lineups. Hundreds of hours of fantastic wrestling content at your fingertips. Visit StarCastOnPremiere.com. Symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to my world. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer, the greatest professional wrestler of all time, your friend and mine, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, how are you, man? Conrad Thompson, I'm in a much better mood. I just seen where you were going to be at on that. Last time we kind of locked eyes uh, a few times on stage, but we'll get to that. Uh, for the video folks that are watching on the YouTube, over Conrad's right and left shoulder is a bunch of empty uh, bookcases with no belts. Yep. So that's kind yep. of uh, the state of Conrad's Conradison coming yep. fresh off a of star cast. But man, it just. Conrad, it's just one of those weeks. I'm telling you. I mean, was it when did we record Wembley? On Monday or Tuesday? Any, anyway, irregardless, regardless, when I got home from Wembley, and now I'm fresh off of uh, not all in, but all out, collision, star cast, dynamite, the worm Dennis Rodman. What a month of August. Just a damn week. What a week when you really think about it. I mean, it's pretty crazy to think that last Sunday, uh, you were in front of the largest paid crowd of all time, uh, getting clocked over the head by Grado and then fast forward a week. And during the course of that week, CM Punk would get fired and you would, you know, have 
our security guards choke slammed through tables on on Starcast, and it's as if that fault. wasn't enough, that's not my fault. We'll talk about it though. And, and then you find yourself in a ring with Dennis Rodman in the United Center, and his first time back in thirteen years. That's not like a good year for Jeff Jarrett. That's just six or seven days, y'all. <laughs> what in the world, dude? I'm so disappointed in you, Conrad. You said it's the first time that Dennis Robbins back in the United Center for 13 years. What about the last outlaw? That is where I was crowned. Can't you give me some? I'm kidding with oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that. yeah, that's where I was crowned. But no, that building, we're going to get into all of that, man, because there is, uh, yeah, Conrad. What world are we living in? Is this real? That's your T-shirt. But no, it's, uh, I mean, I did in my little, not little, today was a little bit of a lengthy one. My quiet time, I did quite a bit of reflecting just on the last, whatever, six, seven days. Um, mm, mm, mm. Conrad, as we say, uh, power greater than myself as uh Never know what's going to come around the corner. <clears throat> I mean, I shared a little bit with you about Dennis Rodman, and I'm going to let you, as usual, take the lead on this. But uh, just him, I'm a basketball junkie. Everybody knows that. I love my Russell Quest and my Springfield Lucky Horseshoes. And, of course, me and Conrad yakking about wrestling over and over and over. But from uh, as long as I can remember, I've always thought basketball is the greatest game uh there's five guys out there in the court and there's just something about that game that I've, I fell in love with it at a very early age. I think there is so many analogies that you can use in business with it. Cause you know, people on the bench are super important. Uh, John Wooden and his pyramid of success is something that I think is legendary. And I think any shoot any human being, but certainly any Anybody in business can can take a hard look at it. Greatest college basketball co coach of all time only had two rules, uh, and he won twelve national championships. Two rules, Conrad's. Uh, I don't know if you know what those rules were, but I'll throw them at you. One was be on time, and two tie your shoes right. Uh, if you want to know any more than than, than why those were his only two rules, I'll, I'll give it to you. But no, me being a basketball junkie, and who wasn't a Bulls fan of the '90s, or you hated him or you loved him. Uh, obviously, with Dennis and the NWO and 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 all, the, <clears throat> we'll call it the, the wrestling flavor of it. <clears throat> but as a basketball team in the '90s, Phil Jackson. Truly a guru of all gurus coaching, coaching the greatest basketball. The LeBron haters are going to come at me, but the greatest basketball of all time. But how he managed egos, won games, different era, but he had his starting five and his superstar and his best supporting actor, Scottie Pippen, and then all the different role players. And they won essentially. Yes, it, it, it's it's six out of eight years, but those two years, my man Jordan went and played baseball down in Alabama. But just a remarkable, dominating run, and Phil was at the helm of it. But I just think it was a masterclass as you reflect on things. And Dennis was 
I can't say he's my favorite, but I loved Rodman, even from the the, the Detroit Pistons. But basketball is is a game that everybody, how many did you score? Blah, 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 blah. Dennis made a legendary career off of effort because that's rebounding and, and, and defense. And so for me to uh, be a witness, I, I'll, I'll just kind of start there. Be a witness, be a part of whatever role uh, we want to talk about. But that man, Rodzilla, coming back into the United Center, if that doesn't get you emotional, it's it's to me, it's obviously much bigger than a wrestling story. Much to me, much bigger than really a, a sports story. It's a human uh interest, the emotion, and um, you know, I mean, Dennis got emotional. Uh during the day and certainly um at the end of the night he did an interview but i'm telling you it is it is truly a uh what a week conrad but obviously i jumped too far down the rabbit hole with uh with, with robin but man connie um like i started this i woke up this morning reflecting on the week incredibly grateful that i'm giving getting to live these opportunities and moments and uh, you talk about stopping and smelling the roses. I did that this morning. Well, we're glad you, that you did. And we're glad that you're here. And, and I'm mostly glad that the Dennis Rodman got to come back to Chicago and got to be in front of those bulls fans. And he was pretty doggone emotional. We're going to play that for you in a minute, but you know, there's lots of rumor and innuendo in wrestling, Jeff, and, uh, you've been pretty critical at times of the way the industry has been covered. And a lot of times they get it right, but occasionally they get it wrong. And the whole Dennis Rodman bit sort of made the, the quote unquote dirt sheets, uh, way, way, way prematurely. Like it was written about as if, oh, Jeff Jarrett tried to get Dennis Rodman involved and those negotiations fell through or some such when in reality, you had never even talked to the other side. <laughs> And you don't have to tell me that you hadn't, I know that you hadn't, and you can guess why if you're listening, but <laughs> isn't it interesting that these leaks seemingly come out and then it becomes a game of telephone and the whole negotiations fell apart thing, that piece of, of the story or however it was reported money terms, details, none of that was ever discussed. It, it's, it's interesting to me to see something that you and I were, were, were involved in just be reported inaccurately. You're being much too kind inaccurately or like a completely fabricated story. Let's throw that out there. I mean, well, what's interesting is you and I discussed it because you were like, Hey, uh, how did this get out? And what is this about? And I said, dude, I never even said your name. <laughs> so the, the, the reach on my side was about, Hey, uh, to Rodman's folks, we got you guys coming in to do an appearance at Starcast. Hypothetically want to have a little fun. Want to do something with the wrestling side. That was the pitch <laughs> you and I knew, well, by God, if I'm on back channel, I'm on back channel for the last outlaw, <laughs> but then it comes out. Oh yeah. Jeff Jarrett tried. It's like, Jeff didn't talk to anybody. What, how, what fell through? Because the response was, yeah, when and where and how much. So nothing fell through. 
but the report, I mean, you and I are looking at it like it did. Cause we never even made an offer. How did it's crazy when you see it in real time and you're like, this is not real. Is it not? Well, Conrad, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even really know where to start because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, on the one hand, kind of guard my words. I saw a guy in the airport this morning that I saw him last week in Wembley. Yep. I saw three different groups in the last 24 hours that when Wembley and came over and they're podcast fans. One of them, hey, one of, no, this is where I'm saying, one of them actually said, damn you, Jeff, because of you and Conrad, I'm a college football fan. I love it. <laughs> and he's from England. But um, all the misinformation that that comes out, and, and look, shame on me. I, I'm going to... Share my experience going back to shoot 1986, maybe. Uh, and we've uh, news alert this ain't about Dave Meltzer because I'm just thinking, how oh, they know, but just the misinformation that comes out that starts a snowball, yes. And it the, the snowball, if it if it goes far enough downhill, then it's all all of a sudden almost as if it's fact. Yes. And then that fact filters back into, how do you say this? The inside, the, the people who are actually a part of the inner workings of promotions. And I'm not just talking about the one that I'm currently working for, all of them. But in this situation, they assume that it's a fact. Oh yeah. Because I've read it multiple places and I just shake my head and I go, how do you think this is true? Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm rambling, but Conrad, it is the, 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 uh, we're going to get beat up on this Conrad, but, uh, the, the wrestling reporting, if you will, is fascinating because well, the, the, the one you just said, that Dennis Rodman discussion, I still don't get it, Conrad, how it ever even got to the point that it, somebody would actually put it in a tweet because it was such fabrication. But anyhow, it'll sound like we're – I'm glad it turned out the way it did, but go ahead. Well, it'll sound like we're what? Like, I, well, like I don't know. Just, just uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, we're dumbfounded on a couple of things, but. Because, because it's not true. Like, that's the thing yeah. that got me is it's like, it was reported as if, oh, we tried to pull the deals together, but we couldn't, couldn't come to terms or something like that. It's like, there were no terms ever presented. No. And I would know in this particular circumstance. Exactly. Well, and not only no terms to me, kind of the emotional part of it is certainly no terms, but nothing was discussed. So, so at all. No creative was discussed, no term no. was discussed, no timings was discussed, but it was reported that the deal fell apart. How about that? But the thing is that, that I really saw for the first time was it's like that sort of thing can cause deals to fall apart. Yes, sir. Like, because other people saw that report and said, so I guess you guys don't want to do it. And it's like, well, well, well hang on now. 
we never even got that far. What do you no, that is not the case. And so I think there it's an interesting to see with everything that's going on. And I'm just giving a, a snapshot of what I know for certain to be fact. Uh, because there's lots of rumor and innuendo in other areas, but there's a there's a kernel of truth in there. There's a nugget, but then we jump to conclusions and then we embellish and then we push it out because that's what we heard. And those, there were assumptions that were made, but now instead of reporting the news, we're kind of making the news or influencing the news. We're changing the news. Let me ask you something. This is my world. And, um, I'm not your only podcast partner, not, that's true. not, not at all, but, uh, Mr. One, Eric Bischoff, in 96, I truly believe that was maybe not Eric's deciding point, but it was certainly stuck in his crow. Uh, my father saying something to, to Wade, to Wade Keller, and Eric basically said his old man negotiating publicly. Mm-hmm. It can affect, I'm, I'm, I'm making your point. It can affect deals. It absolutely can affect deals. And I just want everybody to know if you're wondering, my sheets are clean on this one. Uh, and it's because of miracle brand. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or cold, I recommend you check out miracle maids bed sheets inspired by NASA. Miracle made uses silver infused fabrics to make temperature regulating bedding. So you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Not only that, there's also self-cleaning. Yeah, you heard me because these sheets are infused with silver that presents 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay fresher and cleaner three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. They're also just as luxurious as the same type of sheets you'd see in a five-star hotel. But boy, they're not nearly as costly, much more affordable than those big luxury brands, but also too better because they've got the silver, man, you're going to sleep cleaner. You see bacteria can clog your pores and causing breakouts and acne. If you ever wake up with bumps on your back and you're like, how the hell does that happen? You got dirty ass sheets, bud. You need miracle brand. Not only will you sleep cleaner, you'll sleep cooler. Thermoregulating is what you need. You want cool sheets? Bam. This is your hookup. Go try it right now at trymiracle.com slash my world. That's trymiracle.com slash my world. The try miracle made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code my world at checkout, well, buddy, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you are hundred percent satisfied, you'll get a full refund. So upgrade your sleep with miracle made go to trymiracle.com slash my world and use the code my world to claim that free, free three piece towel set. It's yours for free and you'll save over 40% off again. That's trymiracle.com slash my world to treat yourself. Trymiracle.com slash my world. We want to thank miracle made for sponsoring today's episode. This episode is sponsored by better help. A lot of us wish we had more time. But time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries 
It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 10Wrestling today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash 10Wrestling. And man, what a, what a freaking cool moment that was for you. You know, as a basketball fan, you got a five-time NBA world champion, bona fide Hall of Famer, and maybe the most aggressive and skilled rebounder in the history of the game. Certainly the biggest personality, the most colorful, what a pop culture icon he was. And, uh, man, he's still the life of the party. There's lots of rumor and innuendo around his appearances. And man, what's crazy is it feels like there's just like a little hurricane or tornado of chaos that follows some of these larger than life figures. And it's really hard to put your finger on what's real and what's not because you hear all these crazy things. And I heard crazy things about CM Punk years ago. He couldn't have been easier. He couldn't have been better. He could have been more gracious and awesome at Starcast three in Chicago. And man, everybody and their brother was worried. Oh, are you sure about Dennis? Dude, he was phenomenal. We had a great time with Dennis. He was super easy and you got to spend time with him. And uh, as I understand it, man, he was pretty emotional to be back in the, uh, in the United center. Right. Yeah. So let, let's kind of start that once the uh, initiative picked up steam and going through, I'll call it kind of the car wash. You got to do legal, you got to do administrative, you got to just dot the I's, cross the T's on that. And then production has to get a graphic and, you know, you make, you got to wait on approvals and edits and j- just the, the, the normal course of business. But Conrad, that tweet went out. The first tweet, you know, that thing ended up getting over 2 million. What do they call that? Impressions. Yeah. And uh, quickly At, that thing. Quickly. And, and I just, do you know when I, the first time I saw it just skyrocket out? Um, let me ask you, who do you think the first person I thought of? Jerry Jarrett. Nope. I don't know. I, for whatever reason I thought. Brother Bischoff, that yeah. NWO, I'm, you know, because it's in the wrestling space, but also Dennis's basketball and United. I mean, they're, the stars aligned with it a, as well. And AEW's, you know, uh, social accounts are, are are massive. But, I mean, that thing took off like crazy. WGN, all the local stuff picked it up. The national stuff, um, I got sent by uh, PR uh, folks. Uh, several uh, UK outlets, and that tweet was put out in the kind of early afternoons. It was it was late evening in the UK, and there were already several articles, you know, picked up. And so, f- right out of the gate, and look, just like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, some people absolutely despise the fact. I can't believe they're doing this, and I mean all the negative. Wait, wait, what does that mean? I can't believe they're doing what? 
having Rodman involved, but you're right. Let me clarify. No pronouns, pal, and be more descriptors. There, there was a sentiment, um, and maybe it was sent to me, and maybe it's a real isolated Conrad. But some folks didn't want, uh, Rod, didn't think Rodman needed to be a part of AEW. He's and, not a part of AEW. He I does know his building. <laughs> you brought a, you brought a local legend out in front of uh, in front of. I know. I'm going back to kind of the wrestling universe and all that, but they uh, they kind of lit it up on a couple of things, and I'm thinking, folks, we are we're we're really not a true sport. Newsflash. That's just silly to me. Like we just we just celebrated Jerry Lawler last Monday night on Raw, coming out with a gray beard of all things. I I, I, shocking. Can you believe that? Right? Just the gray. Yeah, but he comes out and waves to the crowd. It wasn't on air but it meant a lot to the, the fans in the house of Memphis and what a, pop. what a pop you're in the, the home that the bulls built. And this guy won title after title with Michael Jordan and the bulls. And he was a pop culture icon. And he's back here for the first time in 13 years. He didn't come back for the bulls. He came back to play grab ass with the last outlaw. That's pretty cool, man. Like, and, and, and you're right. At this point, I had over 2.8 million impressions as we're talking just on that single tweet, not counting all the other ancillary stuff. The social media value of this was an absolute home run. Oh, but, but the idea that there's anybody who's negative about, well, they're going to honor a famous basketball player in the arena where he won so many of those banners hanging up. What? <laughs> but I mean, that's our audience. I mean, and I, I'm not knocking it because th- that's the one thing wrestling fans they're very passionate. They love you. They tell you what they like and what they don't like. Sometimes it's it's a lightning rod, but I just was like, wow. I knew it'd get good traction. Uh, it just exceeded, way exceeded my expectations. And the collision segment, oh, man. I don't even know where we get into it. I, I just, the video, I mean, everybody saw what happened on screen, but the story behind the story, uh, to me, is fascinating as hell. But um, again, I get goosebumps when, uh, you know, or, or when Dennis got there, I can't say early in the afternoon, but, uh, before the show, you know, sitting out in the parking lot and, you know, again, I, I'm maybe showing my side of, uh, fandom or sports junkie, or just thinking about it. How many, how many times he pulled down that long ramp and, you know, we have our trucks there and some parking and that's where the, the, the cars, uh, services is picking everybody up and dropping off. But how many times, you know, Dennis rolls down that, that, uh, up to that building and they lift the gate for him. And, you know, that's, that's what they were. I mean, that's it. it, it you talk about so much history. Uh, yeah that 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 i got to be a little birdie a little fly on the wall but right there talking to dennis and him just kind of looking around and 13 years since he had been in the united center i mean i can tell you this he loves the city of chicago he loves the chicago fan base he absolutely adores the united center and i get it man it's it's just a special special place um but on the business side, Conrad, uh, that old adage, you know, making news, uh, whew, it, 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 it certainly put a spotlight in a good way on to me on the product. 
You're darn right. It did. Let's, um, let's go ahead and, and, and play the video that we got from the bulls. The bulls posted this on social media. It was a little backstage glimpse of Dennis Rodman being back in the United center for the first time in over 13 years talking to the last outlaw. And you can see, so listen, if you're one of those naysayers, "Eh, I don't like Dennis Rodman. Eh, He shouldn't be involved in AEW. Let's just play this and see how you feel. Hold on. Can I I give the setup? Mm -hmm. So there was United center reps there marketing and, and, uh, promotions and there were Chicago Bulls reps there. Um, and of course they were, they gave Dennis, I think three jerseys. They were, they were super excited to have Dennis back in the house. And I kind of witnessed firsthand Dennis, when are we going to get you back here in the season? And, you know, um, there was several of us standing around and I'm going to go ahead and say it, Conrad, uh, you, you edit this out later if you want to, but, uh, the discussion started coming up about, Hey man, when are we going to start talking about, uh, Dennis's Jersey being retired. Hey now you talk about me getting goosebumps. I'm like, okay, I am, uh, right in the right. I got front row seat for these, uh, discussions going on. So. That's obviously, uh, they, there weren't anybody there other than Dennis, but nobody from the other side, they can make that decision, but they were talking games. It was just such a feel good moment. And they, uh, said, Hey Jeff, can, can we get some words from Dennis? And Dennis goes, let's go. And I'm like, I don't, I ain't got no part of this. And so anyway, but he wanted me to come on down there and, uh, we walked in the press room and they took some photos and that kind of stuff. And, um, and then they just started asking questions and I've been there at first, nothing was coming out of Dennis's mouth. The emotion just completely overwhelmed him. So I don't know exactly where this clip's going to come up, but, um, I actually chimed in and felt uncomfortable doing it, but, uh, let's roll it and see, see which clip this is. Amazing. Chicago been love to me, man. I mean, love. I get so emotional because they love me so much. And uh, can't speak. Um, Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Since Thirteen been- years. I've been here, and guess what? It is so much, so much love here. Yeah. And I respect these people so much. And thank God, they love someone. They work their ass off. That's right. And hope the city of Chicago would love me as much as I love them. Oh. How about that? Buddy, you kidding me? How can you not like Dennis Rodman? <laughs> no kidding. You know what I mean? Like, I know you've got opinions and you say, oh, I wish he didn't do this. And maybe he shouldn't do that. That's his choice. Creative is subjective. Have we learned nothing from the last outlaw? But boy, that's a man right there who just is overwhelmed by the love and appreciation he got from Chicago and can't wait to reciprocate it. And the idea that he got to be in front of those fans in any manner, in any capacity, whether it was, you know, introducing a bulls game or playing grab ass with the last outlaw, that was cool, man. And it had to be, you know, back when we first, I told you on air, Hey, I'm not going to tell you what we got, but I got not one, but two big surprises up my sleeve. I think you're going to like, 
you you seemingly were sort of more excited about Kawada than you were Rodman, but me knowing you were a basketball junkie, I thought this would be the one. Little did we know at the time, no, that would mean that somebody was going to be getting crushed with a guitar. But <laughs> still, that was a fun moment, man. I'm glad you got to share that and that be a part of your run. Oh, unbelievable! Again, the basketball junkie in me absolutely loves it. But you know, and there's there's documentaries and stuff like that. At the end of the day. You know, we all have our flaws. Uh, some are more public than private. Um, you know, at the end of the day, Dennis is a, a a kid from Oak Cliff, which is right by the Sportatorium or not far, right there in Dallas. Um, his upbringing wasn't easy, man. It, it just wasn't easy. And he's not, he wasn't a, a McDonald's All-American that, um, you know, he, he had a growth spurt uh, late in his teens, and yeah, he just wasn't the Mac, McDonald's All-American. He just didn't have the storied career that he dominated in high school. And then he went on to have this college career where he won, you know, two Final Fours and went to two more, just all that storied stuff. And and just, you know, he, he was never like, oh, my God, Robin dropped 35 last night. And you really know in basketball, there's a lot of – uh, high school kids that score 30 of the game and then can't get 10 in college. And there's a lot of, but you know, that scoring is what everyone knows, but Dennis, man, he always did it the hard way rebounding in defense. And then his college career wasn't this crazy successful deal. And then he gets to the pros and the bad boy uh, Pistons that, Dennis was the the young kid on that team with Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer and John Sally and uh, God, I could name a few others, but uh, just kind of how he um, broke the mold there uh, of, of, man, he's going to get after it. He's going to hustle his ass off. But for him then to be a part uh, of the Bulls and that roster and, and all those wins uh, and then, right – I guess you could say at the peak of his career, he steps over into to my world, pardon the pun, into professional wrestling. Um, it's just a fascinating life story. And, I, man, I wish him nothing but the best. And, Conrad, I hope so much that, um, yeah, you being the catalyst, uh, you being the catalyst to get number 91 hung in the United Center. Conrad, if it happens, we're going. Man, how cool will that be? You know what? I know Dennis loves a good cigar, but I think afterwards I'm going to, uh, I'm going to introduce him to fume because cold Turkey might be great on sandwiches, but buddy, there's a better way to break your bad habits. No, we're not talking about some crazy mind, weird voodoo from a crazy dirt sheet writer out in California. We're talking about our favorite sponsor fume. You see, they look at the problem in a different way. Here's the heads up y'all. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Well, fume is an innovative award nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy. And it makes placing your bad habit easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, 
giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. See, stopping is something that we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over a hundred thousand customers and has thousands of success stories. And there's no reason that can't be you. That's what I told my wife. She tried it and she loved it. There's lots of different great flavors to choose from. You got orange vanilla, you got white cranberry, you got maple pepper, you got sparkling grapefruit, you got raspberry lemon, and my wife's favorite crisp mint. She tells me it's well-weighted. It's perfectly balanced. It just feels cool in your hand. It's fun to fidget with. And it's beautiful, man. It's made of real wood. The shape is cool. Fume is cool. Join Fume and accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use the code MYWORLD to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use the code MYWORLD to save an additional 10% off your order today. That's tryfum.com and use the promo code MYWORLD. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Grado, I'm going to tell you that one more time. Yes, that egomaniac, egotistical, try fume. That's T-R-Y-F-U-M.com. Promo code MYWORLD. Grado, tell us how it is, pal. We, we, we need to hear it from Grado. I need some good news from Grado. So listen, you had your moment with the last outlaw and, and the, uh, the worm in the middle of the ring, but that wasn't all you did over the weekend. Uh, I, I guess we should just, you know, call, call it like it is here. Oh, you, uh, okay. Well, you only, should I tell my side of the story first? Well, let's just talk through it. You, first of all, you showed up to Starcast way late. You brought, you brought your entourage, parts of them that weren't even promoted or advertised. Other parts that were promoted and advertised, no showed. Uh, and then you get in there get a freshest damn Starbucks there ever is. Send one of my runners to get it. He pays uh, for it out of his own pocket. It uh, comes back he's smoking. It's so hot. And uh, then you start saying, oh, it's cold. This is terrible. This is awful. And then you don't even go to the state backstage area when you're supposed to. You leave me out there just drowning in front of everybody. I had all my guys get out there and set up all the chairs for everyone. And then here you drag ass in there, start cutting promos on the audience, making up, make believe stuff about cold coffee, ordering people around to move chairs. Dude, why were you in a bad mood? Can you not just say, Hey partner, I really appreciate you going out of your busy month of August to come do a stage show. Yes. I really appreciate you. I know things were a little rough and we didn't get Sanjay Dutt, the uh, information that was needed and Jay lethal. Um, we didn't get his flight information. And so he stood on the curb for 60 to 75 minutes. We apologize for that. So that's two out of your three. And, you know, Sotnam was brought there 
let's just throw it on the table by another vendor. And, you know, Silva, of course, he's not going to text me. He texts Karen, but he texts Karen the wrong information and, and actually gets a little tiff going between me and Karen. Well, Silva said this, and I'm like, I don't give a shit what Dave Silva said, honey. And she's like, <laughs> don't fuss at me. And then Karen goes, well, I don't want to bug Conrad. Uh, I, look, and I said, well, call Cassio's ass. Well, Cassio, he didn't just throw you under the bus, Conrad. He threw you under there, put it in reverse, ran over your back. He completely buried you. So the real facts are you didn't give Sanjay travel. He didn't even know to be there. You left Jay on the curb. Sotnam was he was there in spite of you trying to try to make me look like a moron. And then you got a little tiff going between me and the queen. And you're asking me why I was in a bad mood. So let's get that right up front. What, what, why was that a bad mood? What I'm, I'm coming. Wait, is Starcast your event? So uh, I'm some, yes. some, sometimes. I'm, no, so sometimes. I'm, your, I'm your guest and you treated me that way. And then as if it wasn't enough, you start picking on people in the crowd. You start picking on security guard. You push the security guard. All, I, I thought we were going to have a lawsuit on our hands when you just pushed him off the stairs. And then as if that wasn't enough, you order your giant, who by the way, is the most impressive human being I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that looked like out of a video game. It looked unreal. Like that poor security guard's head almost hit the damn ceiling. Look at that visual. I've never seen a table collapse like that. I'm sure Marcus has the video, but how in the world does this happen? Jeff, why would you order that done? You are, you are no different than, I can't call it Twitter anymore. You're no different than X. You just said a security guard. So now everybody that wasn't there, our, our weekly diehard podcast, my word listeners, and we are very appreciative for each and every one of them. They're already have their lens looking through this scenario as if this guy is a security guard. Now, you know, good and well, at the very best, he was... God, I hate to even call him because I love StarCast. He would be StarCast staff. For you to call him a security guard, almost like put you can almost visually think, okay, this guy, you know, maybe badge, maybe he's carrying, maybe he's not. I mean, he had short shorts on. Like, what what if he was the security guard for StarCast? God bless you. But Conrad, seriously. Well, first of all, we were on a skinny P and L this time. So we didn't have our usual okay. Atlas security more than it. I respect that more than anything. You so, know. so, so we, we sourced legitimate badass shooters who, if they wanted to hook you, they'd be hooked and oh. you're lucky you got out of there alive because if that poor boy would have stood up, he'd have put you in a damn go-go plata or some shit you can't pronounce. Just oh, tied you up in a damn knot. We saw what happened now, didn't we? Well, I told you that he was there to protect you and Miss Karen. You and Ke no, hold on. Protect me and Miss Karen. Yeah. <laughs> you got heat. They were, they were, I heard them in Wembley. F you, Jared. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. heard that. But th so they weren't going to be this guy. 
what use would he have been? Seriously. No, he just double-legged everybody who his came out. yellow and white polka dot shirt with his well, tight brown shorts on that look like, I mean, what in the world, Conrad? Let me ask you this. I heard, and I don't know if this is true. Is that Cassio's cousin? No. It's not? No. You, you uh, Do you, is there any, is there a slight chance that's Cassio's coming? Cause there's, there's zero chance. And, and by the way, you're joking about this, but I'll have Marcus throw the photo up. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six EMT showed up because of what happened with Sotnam Singh and our security guard. And I'm not going to say his name on the air right now. Cause it might be a legal issue, but I know his first and last name and I have his address medical supervision was called emergency personnel were on site. I got a bill for that. It's a legal issue. And you're just kind of laughing like, ha ha. He got what he deserved. There was a few tweets about this. I hear. Yeah. ESPN tweeted about it because it was a fact. People were nervous when a damn ambulance pulls up at the show. Thank God an ambulance didn't pull up last year. People would have jumped to conclusions on old Richard, but we nearly had every time I bring you to a star cast, somebody almost dies. Oh, Conrad, this two years guy, in a row now. He what now? It's two years in a row. Look at the look at Chicago's fine. It's just smiling from ear to ear. They look like they're really stressed. I mean, Conrad, look, all well, five he, of them are grinning from ear to ear. Here's what happened. I think they saw a photo of Sotnam and said, it's going to take a half a dozen of us to pick this big motherfucker up. <laughs> they got there and saw our skinny P and L security. And they were like, the big guy's like, I got him. I'll fire him and carry him. We're good. <laughs> Jeff, this isn't funny. I'm gonna have to write a check. Cause of you. Oh, it won't be the first. It won't be the last. <laughs> you know how. <laughs> uh, I hate that oh. hey by the way do you know how expensive hotel furniture is to replace oh boy they're proud of that that wasn't one of those uh gcw doors you get from the uh, habitat for humanity <laughs> that was damn hotel furniture that's a four-figure table right there isn't well, that crazy i'll say this oh satan made it look like a little backyard uh <laughs> uh labor day uh picnic uh little old table that you pull out uh from the barn my dad used to have these tables that were just slats that hammed together and you could set them on brooko blocks uh, is, is that where you got that did you bring that up from alabama did you bring the guy up from alabama his no. accent i'm i'm telling you that's either cassio's cousin or brother or kid or something it's none of the above uh, he did not ride with us on, on our RV this time where, uh, Chris Atkinson, our driver who kicked everybody out of the green room, which was fun. Nearly got in a fight with one, uh, one vendor. It was maybe out of pocket. That's a fun story for you. Okay. Uh, and then we had, uh, Steve Patty. Uh, he's like a TV dad. Nicest guy that ever lived. Loving uh, Love crazy him. ass Cassio kid, stupid ass Dave Silva. Yeah. Um, a guy who looks like he's going through a midlife crisis and myself. Uh, and I was told that at one point on Thursday, I was so stressed that I looked like, um, you know, a baby going through a divorce. Uh, so 
here's my question about Sodom. Cause that's my first time spending any time with him. Really? That foot, not just the foot, but the way his hand wrapped all the way around my hand, uh, was crazy, but the foot. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I wear a size 12. He wears a 21. Yeah. I've been fortunate enough or unfortunate enough to go have more than one meal with you. And to say that the last outlaw could put on a show would be an understatement. <laughs> and let me just give you guys a spoiler. There is a narrative out there that the most frugal McDougal dude in all of wrestling is Mick Foley. That would not be the case. <laughs> Don't hear it. I, the shirt he's wearing right now. Show it to everybody. Jeff, that right there is what's called free merch. <laughs> so if you see Jeff wearing it, it was a Christmas present, a birthday present, an anniversary, or it was free. He, uh, when he started TNA, he had a brand new truck. He still drives it to this day. That's the last, you don't talk about the last outlaw. That damn truck is the last outlaw. It will be here until the wheels fall off. It is older than Jeff at this point. And as if that's not enough, he just keeps adding on to his palatial estate. He don't live on the lake. He has a moat. He's on an Island. You have to like drive over water to get to his house. And he keeps adding on different wings. Oh, would you stop? All of his money goes into real estate and food. <laughs> These are the only two things I've ever seen him reach in his pocket for <sighs> real estate and food. Otherwise he don't care. You get a great ROI on both. <laughs> but my man can put away food like nobody's business. And all I could think was, I wonder what Satinum's eating. I wonder how many of those factor ready to eat meal kits. You've, you've, you've had to feed my man with oh. the busy fall season already in swing. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam packed days. Well, factor America's number one, ready to eat meal kit. They're here, man. They're here to ready and help you fuel up fast with chef prepared dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered right to your door. You're going to save time. You're going to eat well, and you'll be on track to keep your healthy lifestyle. Maybe you're like Jeff and you're trying to uh, add some protein. Try the protein plus option. You'll get 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Maybe you're trying to go the other way, drop some LBs. Well, they got calorie conscious meals. You want to look for what's called calorie smart. That means every meal has 550 calories or less. Now, the great thing about this is it tastes great. There's no prep. There's no shopping at the grocery store. There's no cleaning up. If you're watching over on YouTube, you see that little carton, you slide that right off. You see your food underneath it. It's got a nice little plastic barrier there. You poke a couple of holes in it with your fork, slide it in the microwave. Bam. In two minutes, you're eating great food right out of that tray and then done. Throw it away. You're done. So not only is it faster, is it easier? Is it cheaper? Is it better for you? It's also cleaner, but you might be saying to yourself, self, I don't have a microwave at lunch. No problem. Try out their lunch to go option. No microwave required. You get wholesome meals there like grain bowls and salad toppers ready to eat when you're on the go. And how about their gourmet plus options? You really want to step out. They got premium ingredients. You can get truffle butter and leeks and broccolini and asparagus. Something for everybody is real. You'll get out of that rut too. They got over 34 different weekly flavor pack, net fresh, never frozen meals. They're all ready in two minutes or less. They even got you covered for snacks, even breakfast, man. How about some apple cinnamon pancakes? How about some cold pressed juices? How about some smoothies? They got it all and they make it easy. Head to factormeals.com slash myworld50. Use our promo code myworld50. You'll get 50% off. That's code myworld50 at factormeals.com slash myworld50 to get 50% off. What companies would you want to work for? 
Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Now, Jeff, I'll bring this up about you and Sotnam and food, because I think we could do a little bonus piece of content one day. Instead of man versus food, man versus giant, outlaw versus giant, and let you guys get into like a food competition. Now, I know you're not going to eat a bunch of unhealthy foods. I know you're not doing that right now. But if it was just like piles of grilled chicken breast, I'd love to see you and Sottenham just go head to head and see what happens. You get me on a day that maybe I missed two meals the night before. Yep. I could give him a run for his money. I would love to see it because when I stopped by collision, Boy, can I saw he you had eaten, but I hadn't seen him eat. Now, maybe I just missed it. Yeah. But I would really love to see, because just him sitting in a regular chair cracks me up. So, just the visual. Your visitor, your guest that you had down at your place uh, last Sunday. Oh my yeah, man, my man Cody. Yes, sir. I wish I could would have recorded the conversation, Cody, because Cody's fascinated too. Just yeah. when you meet Sotnam, he's that's the biggest human being you've ever been around, right? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. big, but the conversation, you just start thinking, Cody's like, Sotnam, can you lay on a bed? <laughs> but yeah, Sotnam's got good to great English, but still coming from Cody, who he was just getting to know, it's kind of an odd question, but we knew exactly where Cody was going. So yeah, being seven foot four, that's that King in uh, Hilton or Marriott or wherever, uh, you still got to sleep diagonal if you're seven, four, I, that's just a fact. So, um, but man, he was, um, he, he was glad to be there at Starcast. I think, uh, you know, he tossed that little fellow around just exactly as I asked him to. It was uh, very hurtful, Jeff. He didn't do anything wrong. Sodom, Sodom was just kind of following orders. Um, good God almighty through the lights. Yeah. What a shot. Yay. I'm happy to hear that was an expensive table, but, uh, why, why, why would you be happy that you cost me more money? <sighs> Folks, we'll have it on our social media. You kind of have to see, and there was a still image, but you have to see that in slow motion. It was a sight. It was a sight, but, and, and can you catch the replay on premiere? Of course you can. Thank you for mentioning. You can see the whole, uh, shenanigans, everything Jeff tried to pull at starcast on premiere.com. Not only we get starcast six and all those great panels, but you get one through five included plus two months of uh, premiere plus as well, which will include their wrestling showcase. They've got different deals with promotions all over the world. Uh, and you can watch them all on premiere for the next two months, just included when you pick up uh, starcast on premiere at starcast on premiere.com. But Jeff, like you're sitting here relishing in the fact that it costs me more money, but I invited your boy down here and rolled out quite a spread for him just a week prior. How did I fall out of favor so quickly? He said it, he, Cody said he didn't eat one piece of meat that you didn't have anything to eat 
all you had was candy and chips. Now, now, Jeff. <laughs> I'll, be uh, glad, I'll be glad to send you the uh, the order. Cody had a black. Think about Cody. He's as big. What a week he had. Oh, can we give a spoiler about that's about a brand new champion that's been crowned? We had. Well, it's Conrad. I'm the champion. So you are, but I mean, I think, I mean, he was telling me he puts you over and he's even told me, and these are his words. Jay's my heater. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Go ahead and lay it out there, pal. So I saw on TV, like within the last three weeks, yeah, the last outlaw won the first ever Texas chainsaw massacre death match. Yep. And as a result, you became not just the NWA heavyweight champion, not just the WCW heavyweight champion, not just the 17 time intercontinental assistant manager champion. You also won. And now the inaugural version, yep. you are the reigning were the reigning defending Texas chainsaw massacre, Deathmatch champion of the world universe even, but I'll be damned if I didn't walk around collision. Yep. And see that it looked like there was a new champion who had not only taken your title, but as it was explained to me, quote unquote, your heater. <laughs> oh, Cody was, he was just like the nature boy backstairs backstage. Wasn't he belt on his shoulder, cocky, walking around real cocky and Jay lethal fed him that line. Because Karen goes, Dad, come at Jeff. What are you? And I said, I had nothing to do with that. And Jay just kind of looked at Karen and goes, I told him. I told him that. I'm his heater. So Cody went with it. Because when he came over to me, I said, dude, I love the belt. Can I see it? And you saw him. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Cody, I'm not trying to challenge you for it. I'm not trying to wrestle you for it. I just like looking at belts. Can I just look at it? Nope. And then all of a sudden Jay walks up and he just looks over his shoulder, sees him and points and says, and Jay's my heater. Oh, Conrad this morning, O'Hare airport, we go check in, checking our bags. He wasn't going to carry it. He didn't want to take it on the plane. He wanted to check it. So he had it in Karen's bag. We put it up on the scale. What do you think came out of Cody's mouth to the American airlines? Uh, agent if it's heavy it's because my my world title's in there bingo <laughs> aka hey if you're gonna steal make it from this bag yeah that's not what you're supposed to do cody oh it was you're great supposed to, you're supposed to be teaching your son now you never check your gear yeah, that's you right take your title you always carry them on hey it, that belt's heavy he let me know that it's heavy well i'm sure the the weight of him being the champion is too so if anybody in Cody's high school is listening and you're ready to challenge him for the Texas death, Texas chainsaw massacre death match, be sure to contact me in my DMS. I will get you in touch with Cody's promoter. Uh, Jason would be glad to uh, arrange that booking. Maybe at next uh, strawberry we, festival. We may be able to little matchup, uh, image here on social media. I believe there is a picture that exists with three things, Cody, the belt, and Dennis Rodman. Well, how about that? <laughs> how about that? I mean, 
Cody's only been in the wrestling business for a handful of days and he's already accomplished more than Dennis did. I mean, Dennis never won a strap. No, 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 but he's got his contract worked out with pro wrestling entertainment. So we're all and Cody, as I understand it, won that prestigious title after uh, a tournament down in Rio de Janeiro, like the intercontinental championship before him. Right? Yeah, exactly. They went back, uh, Pat Patterson, Pat won the original one, right? Right. Back in the day. Yeah. 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 Uh, so listen, man, we've had a lot of fun talking about Dennis Rodman, but we, uh, and Starcast, you should definitely check that out. Starcast on premiere.com. But man, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. We've made it almost an hour and we haven't talked about it. Uh, the biggest news in wrestling, uh, in a long, long time is that, uh, payback was this past weekend. No, not really. What did you have there, Jeff? No, you know what? All out. Well, is that what we're going to start talking I definitely want to talk about all out. I definitely want to talk about payback and certainly the news again, uh, because there, there was a couple of things running through my mind just a second ago, uh, just from collision going into all out, but I'll shut up, but go, go ahead. Cause our, this business Conrad that we're in and you're in it, pal, you hall of famer. It is so damn fascinating. It is. It, it, it is so, so, so last Wednesday, Hoffman estates. Yep. That show had a vibe. I want to remind you that was the quote unquote scene of the crime. Oh, so okay. the, that now arena. So they have their biggest, just to give everybody context here, biggest show in wrestling history on Sunday, 81,035 fans. Three days later, they're back in Hoffman Estates at now arena where brawl out happened last year. They had 9,000 and some odd fans for that show less than that for this Wednesday show. And it's a show where CM Punk is not on the show. No announcement's been made, but we kind of got in the rhythm of running United center because of CM Punk that happened in August, two years ago. I man, the whole vibe was different. It's a Wednesday show. It's not the quote unquote punk show. It's the buck show, whatever that means in the internet world. And punk's not here. And it's in Chicago and we don't know what will or won't happen on collision. So nobody knew any of that. So yeah, it definitely felt different on Wednesday. Well, and here's it. And look, I, I cannot rack my brain, but what's so like you said, Wembley. And I, when I, when I flew up to Chicago last Tuesday night, I knew, okay, to me, this was uh, a flood of memories, but you know, the first star cast, well, yes. a little footnote on that star cast, uh, was, um, I was in Nick Aldis's corner, uh, yes. on the, what was that show? The first, the NW, that's the first all in the NWA yeah. title. Yeah. So I remember being backstage at that and obviously seeing, you know, ring, lots of ring of honor personnel from a production point of view. And then all the talent and you know the surprises and jericho and all that kind of stuff um but for me that is where tna we had we had good shows i wrestled kurt there that's a hell of a building there's just so much history for me personally in chicago um so that i i don't i don't even know why i'm really saying this but going up there last week you know i knew the the rodman thing was uh, you know we'll call it uh, percolating, if you will. 
Uh, but just kind of the history and the recent history, the last 12 months. Um, but as I sit here today recording this, damn, Conrad, we live in a wacky, wacky, crazy world. But I love this industry because um, if you don't like what's going on, hang around. It's going to change for sure. Hey guys, need to call a quick time out here. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my listeners over at OU didn't know for a while now about all the cool things happening over at adsfreeshows.com. On the latest edition of The False Finish, Zach Gowan talks about reaching the top of the pro wrestling world against incredible physical odds before issues with immaturity got in his way. It's not a talent issue, it's a maturity issue. We want to see you continue to wrestle try new characters, become a heel, try new things, find a groove, the doors open, just mature a little bit. But it, it, but the, it was almost fatherly the way he sat me down and explained to me exactly why I was being released. And I'll always remember that. And I'll always thank Jim Ross every time I see him for that. As Dog and Cassio finished up their latest Ask Dog Anything, they kept the party going for ad-free shows members, answering more questions on a bonus overrun. Uh, we were the main event. Me and Brian Christopher were the main event. Doug was in a um, up there match. Jamie Dundee was in a tag title match, I'm sure. And we just stopped and started playing pool and drinking. Like, that was what we did. We pulled through the median and turned around and just called from a payphone and said, yeah, our car, our car can't make it. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ads Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adsfreeshows.com. That's like a joke about the weather in Alabama. Yeah. If you don't like the weather in Alabama, just wait a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of like what wrestling has become. And that's really what I wanted to ask you about. I mean... I realize that you're in a unique circumstance and situation. And I know that there's some people who are going to hear this and say, Oh, they're scared to tell the truth. No, let's be honest, guys. We're going to talk about some current stuff here. Probably shouldn't be doing that. And, 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 and in all honesty and respect, you guys see every week that Jeff is the last outlaw. That's his television role. He's also working behind the scenes. So eh, before you dunk on us talking in code here, just appreciate where we are. And thanks for supporting our sponsors. That being said, I wonder what your what you might think that old Jerry Jarrett would think mm. about when you, when a situation with a talent becomes uh, untenable. We can't do it anymore. We got to move on. Got to go in another direction. There's always been two schools of thought on how you handle that sort of thing. One is you try to save face and let people down and just get the match in the ring and all that sort of stuff. And the other is, Hey, just get in front of it. So I think a lot of promoters in wrestling probably would have said to themselves self, I've come to the decision. I'm going to have to make a, a, a different decision and head in a different direction. But I think since I'm in his hometown and a lot of fans were expecting something differently, maybe we just let it lie, try to exceed expectations as much as we can. And then we'll make that announcement after the TV show and the pay-per-view we're done. And then there's the other side where you say, you know what? I want to be honest and I want to be transparent with our fans. And if there's any disappointment or any re requests for refunds, let's let them know up front and let's announce it right at the top of the show. And so if somebody was advertised for a house show or something like that years ago, 
they'd make an announcement right up front due to so-and-so such and such cannot appear or refunds are available at the box office. Very few people take you up on that, but sometimes they do. Tony Khan came out and addressed the live crowd and he released a statement on social media and he started the television taping with a video statement from Tony addressing the circumstance. And I wondered the old school promoter, like your dad, what would have been the quote unquote old school way to handle this? And I recognize it's sort of a unique and new age problem. Maybe these types of circumstances didn't really exist the way they do now, just because of the way the industry has changed and the way people are paid. I mean, once upon a time you were paid on the house, all that's different. We've talked about that before, but mm-hmm. what would old Jerry have done? Would he have gotten out in front of this like Tony did, or would he think he would have adopted a different approach? I respect all kind of how you table that up there. And yes, I am in a, uh, I don't say unique cause I'm not the only one, but here's what I have told people the obvious that are closest to me, but then others, when I ask that the, the reality of this situation In my humble opinion, you're asking me to make comments on a situation that, and I really believe this, there's only two people in the world that have full context. Oh, for sure. I mean, and, and I think some people would say, well, I knew this, or I knew that, or I knew this. Well, you may, but you don't know what Tony knows and you don't know what Phil knows. You just don't. So, and nobody does, but them too. You, you, because Tony, you just, you just don't, but your question, which I want to check, what would Jerry do? I would have to have more of a, um, you know, to, to comment specifically on this, but in general purposes, the decision Tony made, big kahunas hit it straight on. Um, you know, uh, th- this is, uh, this is, I'm not comparing it, but I'm just saying, what would the old man do when he had substitutions? And I'm going back to Von Eric discussions and even Memphis discussions. You tell them at the very beginning, matter of fact, post a sign before they buy the ticket. Cause a lot of folks would be saying you made me, I got here at 30 minutes before showtime and you know, whatever the bad news was, he was a huge proponent of get in front of it. it th- there's no upside to, and I don't say sweeping under the rug, but if a decision's been made and you have the ability to, to communicate with your paying customers, do it. There, there, there is no gray area. Now, like you said, um, there were three things done. There was the social media audience that was put, well, four things, social media audience, the discussion that was had in the United Center. There was obviously the television audience. Uh, and then there was the live audience. And all of them were addressed head on. Um, and it was very... You know, when I read that release, uh, boy, it was as clear as a legal situation could possibly be. So, um, 
I do believe my old man would have completely been alignment with it just because getting in front of it. Yes. Getting in front of it. That, that is sometimes such a, uh, easy pill. I mean, a hard pill to swallow. The easy one would have been, let's wait till Monday. Let's, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, there's multiple things you could have done. Oh, is there reconciliation? Is there a cooling off period? Is there, I mean, you could have gone ABCD. I mean, all the way at the, you know, ad nauseum, we could talk about it till the cows come home. And it has been talked about over and over and over. It feels like for months and months and months. Um, but getting in front of things with a clear cut decision made absolutely was the right thing to do. It's best for business. I hate to use that term, uh, but it is. It, it's it's it is your consumers, and with the decision being made, were informed. And old buddy of mine who got honorary on stage Saturday at our stage show always talks about consumer confidence. Yeah, this absolutely is a decision that. Although there is a, you can't define how many, but there's a segment that goes, okay, I'm a punk fan, but he made the decision and it's over for, you know, so he got in front of it. That, that's, I just don't think there's downsides to that. Well, what I'm most interested in, I mean, listen, I got to admit, I am a CM Punk fan. He was delightful to deal with, uh, at Starcast in 2019. I was cautioned over and over and over that it would be a disaster. And it wasn't, what were you saying, Jeff? His metrics. Yeah. Merch. I mean, nobody can maybe even his staunchest critics or, you know, whatever it may be. He's a needle mover. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's the easy. He is a needle mover in, in multiple metrics. And in my opinion, because he's a needle mover, the relationship with the fans is not fractured. Wrestling has not passed him by. He's still going to draw money. The question is, does he want to? And if so, where? Yeah. And there's lots of people who were laying their bets about that. And I want to talk about that, but before I do, I want to remind you. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. Alabama's got Texas this weekend. Going to mop the floor with them. Uh, and who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and new customers can get $5 on football. That's right. When you bet $5 on football, you get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That sounds crazy. I want to repeat it. When you're a new customer, bet $5 on football and you'll get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Jeff and I absolutely love football, both college and pro. And man, it gives us something else to talk about and put our money where our mouth is. Thanks to DraftKings. Get in. On NFL week two action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Just download the app now, use the code MyWorld to sign up, and new customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code MyWorld. 
The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for gambling by calling 888-789-7777 or visiting ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 and age up varies jurist by jurisdiction. Void in ONT. See sportsbook.draftkings.slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. That's the DraftKings app. Be sure to download it right now. DraftKings Sportsbook and use the promo code MYWORLD. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like y'all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Jeff, if you were a betting man, I know you are, would you suspect that after all that we've seen, all the talk, all the rumor, all the innuendo, you think CM Punk is done with wrestling? I don't. I hope not. Now, Conrad, you even asking me that question is just silly, 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 silly. So, well, so the question now is, if you were a betting man, where would you say the favorite is that he shows up? Will it be New Japan, Tokyo Dome? Will it be AAA doing something at Triple Mania next year? Will it be showing up at GCW? Will it be Rev Pro? Will it be impact? He hadn't been there in a while. Or could you see him standing in the ring going toe to toe verbally with Paul Heyman? Maybe doing something at Survivor Series in Atlanta with uh the head of the table, Roman Reigns. You know, Conrad, in my uh I, I guess uh, I can't say I'm getting wiser, but my my immediate knee-jerk reaction when you started running down that list, I started thinking, nope, 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 nope. But that's how I would think. So I I, I, I don't know his headspace. You know, I, I don't know any of that. But... Speaking of DraftKings, download the app promo code MyWorld. If I was a betting man, what's the downside to doing something completely on his own? Okay, now there we go. Aim the card my way. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to think, uh, you know, there, there's... Are you suggesting maybe instead of Ric Flair's last match at CM Punk's first match back? There you go. <laughs> You've yeah. already got the domain bought. CM Punk first match.com first match back.com. Not, not really, but yeah, continue. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm with you. You can just build a show. 
Sure. And, and do your own thing. I mean, I don't know that that's really long-term sustainable. I mean, certainly you could. I didn't say long-term. No, no, that's right. No, that's right. I mean, listen, if he wanted to, if he announced he's running a show WrestleMania weekend and it's going to be the biggest independent wrestling show, it's going to be real competition for Brett Lauderdale and Joey Janela's spring break. You telling me CM Punk couldn't do that? Of course he could. Of course he could. Yeah, of course he could. And, that's and, interesting. Yeah. I love that you, your entrepreneurial spirit kicks in where it's like, well, I go work for somebody else. Do it yourself. And and my gut tells me hold his feel mid forties. I think something along those lines. Yeah. I think he's 43 or 44. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's, well, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call him real young, but no, he, he, but on the flip side is he don't want to be grinding every week. I, I don't think, yeah. uh, but you know, do four shows a year. One in the East coast, one on the West coast, one in the Midwest in his hometown and pick another one and see what happens. Um, it's, that's why creating content in this day and age, you know, when you look across the landscape and I think Seth Rollins made a comment and, you know, he put over the Wembley show and put over their show. And, and as, as I was hearing that, you know, and then, and then there were different comments and you kind of look at just the different things going on. There is so much wrestling content being created yeah. that how do you, um, break through the clutter, if, if you will, like I'm the wrestle dream show that's coming up in Seattle, you know, the, um, celebration of Inoki's life or the one year anniversary that already to me has a, a different vibe of any of the, the, the four, no five shows that we do at AEW. So yeah. it, it's just, and, and I think that's, um, you know, shoot in any form of sales, selling cars, selling houses, selling any product. How are you new? How are you different? Uh, how are you going to cut through the clutter and, and how are you going to market and promote it? Well, I think Phil has the ability to check all those boxes. It can be a different type show. I mean, that's interesting. I'll be honest. You know, until you said that, I never really considered it, but you're exactly right. He could definitely do his own thing. It's just a matter of what does he want? What are his goals? And we can't really answer that, but as a punk fan, I'm hopeful that this isn't the end. Uh, and, and I hope that everybody gets to end their career on their terms. But even if he did, even if that was it, it's sort of a John Elway type retirement. I mean, you just wrestled for the real world's title that you never lost against one of your most prolific and famous opponents. And probably one of your best friends, a guy you came up in the business with in front of the largest crowd in wrestling history. Yep. Like on some level, no matter what you do after that, it's downhill, right? Like if you may have been the next year's WrestleMania, which I don't think is going to happen, but if he did, it would be for a smaller crowd. It's not going to be for more people, right? Certainly WrestleMania. And that is that last box that he never really checked. I mean, if we believe what we've heard over the years, it's that, you know, that was his goal. He wanted a main event of WrestleMania. He won the titles. He headlined the other pay-per-views. He had a really long reign. The last, you know, box that was unchecked was main eventing a WrestleMania that could still happen. You know, stranger things have happened. And I know there's lots of reports out there that say, oh, well, he'll never go back. Well. I said that about Hogan and Brett and the ultimate warrior and Bruno and everybody else. And they all did. So, and who would have thought double J would have been back in WWE? Never say never. 
you never say never in this business ever. I also think that, well, that's a whole nother discussion. Main eventing in this era is different than prior eras. For it sure. Just, it, it just is the brands out in front. Um, just, you know, pay is different. Everything's different. Pay's different. The brand's different. The titles, um, uh, it's just the evolution. You know, you hear people all oh, this and that. Well, no, the reality is, I mean, not that long ago, you really thought of the WWE title and the WCW titles. That's right. That's really the whole point. You know, growing up, there was only one world champion, but you know, not that long ago, you know, in the nineties, those were the two. And, and then, you know, technology and life took over and Jesus right now, I mean, you can talk about five, six, seven, quote unquote, world champions. It's, you know, main eventing world championship match. It is a different times have changed. The business has changed. Um, I mean, you look at all out last night. Um, damn, there was some unbelievable, great, great, great action. Um, it, it, but you know, you, you want to say, well, there wasn't a three month build. There wasn't this build. No, you're right. There well, was, I know you didn't get a chance to, uh, I do want to talk about all out. I know you get, didn't get a chance to see mine and JR's panel, but we talked about all out and, and what to expect. Okay. And we, and we were both out front and we both said, Hey, AEW is going to exceed expectations tonight on pay-per-view. I really do think that Tony doesn't, uh, for all the criticism that Tony gets about his quote unquote booking and stories and all that. Cause boy, just throw it in your Twitter machine and people are lining up to be critical of all things creative. But as our pen, as our friend, Jeff has taught us creative is subjective, but I will say this, when you want to talk about a wrestling pay-per-view, AEW almost always gives you more than your money's worth. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get bang for your buck out of the wrestling card itself. And there was a, a big opportunity. You know, you and I are, are both big quote unquote, traditional sports fans. And whenever you see you know, an injury happened that creates an opportunity for someone else to step up. And I want to talk about that card, but before I do, I want to say that we've done a little bit of fantasy booking in here today, but the next best thing is to know that you can actually live it out. Thanks to WrestleQuest from mega cat studios. It's available. Now WrestleQuest is a love letter to classic role-playing games, the pixel art of our youth and the golden era of professional wrestling. Powerbomb your way through a massive game where the worlds of toys, action figures, and wrestling collide. This is a sweaty, spectacular pro wrestling take on the cherished Japanese role-playing game genre. Over 40 hours of core story content, over 20 fully licensed pro wrestling legends like one of Jeff's favorites, maybe his absolute favorite, the Macho Man Randy Savage. What about Mike Dawkins' favorite, Andre the Giant? Well, he's here too. Marcus is in love with Jake, the snake. Good news. Marcus, Jake, the snake is here. Bang. So is DDP, Jeff Jarrett, and so many more. Personally, I'm a big nerd for knowing. I think this is bruiser Brody's first game he's ever been in, but the road warriors and Coco beware and on and on and on the list just spans decades and various promotions. You got talent from all over the world. And these are more than just statues. Each legend has their own side quest. Players can earn their wrestlers signature gear or the right to call upon their finishing moves in combat. In some cases, the wrestler can even join the player as their manager. How about this? You can cut promos on your opponents before fighting them in the ring. You can customize your walk-on routine. 
You can pick your theme music, your pyro, all the effects. This is a blast. If you grew up a fan of wrestling in the eighties and you were playing some of these games, like man, when I was a kid, couldn't tell me nothing with Tecmo bowl, this level of old school nostalgia. It's just hard to beat. It's probably why you're listening to this podcast. Well, now you can go play it. It's combining your nostalgia love and your wrestling love. It's WrestleQuest available now for PC, consoles, and mobile. I want to say that again. WrestleQuest is available on your phone, y'all. It's available on your computer and your consoles. Go check it out. WrestleQuest. You'll be glad you did. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jeff, this all out card was something else, man. Can I talk about WrestleQuest real quick? Please do. Please do. You know what kind of cool feeling? And we've talked about August, but August, Springfield Lucky Horseshoes, first time. I got to get that stat, but it's been a long time since we went to the playoffs back-to-back years. And this is our second year, and we went back to the playoffs. So that happened in August. WrestleQuest, the launch, we're trending daily on PlayStation on what's hot. But a very, very cool happened to me also in the United Center. When I walk up to my man, my partner, Jay Lethal, and he's sitting over in a catering booth, and uh, we're just kind of hanging out, waiting for the day to get rolling. This is early. I said, hey, man, what are you doing? He said, playing Russell Quest on my phone. Oh, my gosh. I yes. love it so much. It was cool. So, uh, yeah, cool. folks, it is a uh, – it's, it's very – if you're a gamer – Japanese role-playing game, uh, you will you will dig it. And Conrad is always so humble. Yes, it may be Bruiser Brody's first time in a video game. It's also Conrad Thompson's first time in a video game, that Hall of Famer. So go ahead, All Out. Where are you going with All Out? I love it, man. I'm, uh, I'm pumped to talk about All Out with you. We had such a crazy show. 13 matches in total. Uh, Hangman Adam Page, of course, a lot of people assumed, maybe because of the skirmish the rumor and innuendo the backstage shenanigans maybe the chicago crowd wouldn't love him nope monster pop for hangman he wins the over budget charity battle royal winds up donating his fifty thousand dollar winnings uh to the local chicago school system which i thought was really really cool we saw a six-woman tag uh well, we got those ladies mixing it up and then a six-man tag that had yourself and the acclaimed and dennis rodman all involved and then the actual pay-per-view started with uh better than you baby beating the dark order. Uh, but afterwards, uh, after uh MJF seemingly hurt his neck because he's easing up the ramp there, he gets pushed by Samoa Joe, just like he was in Brooklyn way back when, when Samoa Joe was being featured on WWE programming, and MJF was just a young extra security guard. And you know how you guys and all your friends like to abuse those security guards wearing their yellow shirts. Oh, here we well, go. Well, a whole brawl broke out. A brawl out at all out. This time with MJF and Samoa Joe. So I guess we're going to see what's next for them. I'm pretty pumped about that. Uh, we would also see Samoa Joe then just mow through Shane Taylor. Luchasaurus got a win over Darby Allen. Uh, Miro would defeat Powerhouse Hobbs. And we see a, a, an interesting chant. 
The fans were chanting for meat because you had two big old meaty dudes in there beating the shit out of each other. And then what do you know? Here comes the former Lana CJ Perry, the real life uh, wife of Miro made her AEW debut. We saw Chris Stantlander pick up a win over Ruby Soho. Interested to see what happens with uh, Tony storm. Felt like she had uh, some hard feelings. Maybe the match that stole the show, Brian Danielson and Ricky Starks, mm. no DQ strap match. Brian Danielson, of course, filling in, as I understand it, that was supposed to be CM Punk's match. Now it looks like Brian Danielson not only filled his spot on the pay-per-view, but will on collision. Uh, Ricky, the dragon steamboat there for a big part of it as well. And in the post-match media scrum, Danielson pointed out that yes, he came back early from that injured arm that was broken at forbidden door, but he managed to work the entire match without throwing a strike with that arm. And no one seemed to notice. Brian stepped up in a oh. big way. And when everyone was giving him his flowers, he said, no, no, I don't deserve the credit. Ricky Starks carried me. Uh, I know that a lot of people are saying, oh, this is doom and gloom for AEW, but this pay-per-view exceeded all expectations. People thought it was going to be a terrible show. The result was a fantastic show. One great match after another one breakout performance after another. And Ricky Starks, man, uh, he may not have went over, but boy, he got over. This was a, a, a special spot for him on pay-per-view with a special opponent. And he came through in a big way. What'd you think? I, I was not wanting to interrupt you because, um, we still had two more matches to go or three more matches. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but, um, there's four more, believe it or not. Okay. Four more, but, but this is the one match that I did not want to end this podcast yes. without talking about it. I, there's a couple of different bites, and every now and then I'll see one that kind of resurfaces. And I think when we launched this podcast, Conrad, I did, uh, there for a while, I did it every other week, and then I did it once a month. And I would t tell folks, hey, I'll do – um, you know, 15 uh, minutes, but I said, I want to promote and get the word out about the podcast. Well, when you have 15 minutes to interview me about the podcast, of course you go into wrestling career and all this, but I was asked kind of like in a series of, 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 of interviews, Hey, who do you think is, is, you know, the best talent or I don't know. He was asked a couple of different ways. And I said a couple of weeks in a row, a couple of interview sessions in a row. And I said, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, and they ask, and I give the answer, the same, the same answer, kind of the same way every time. I think he is the very best storyteller in modern wrestling. Mm. I think he has a unique ability. I'm going to call flag. I'm going to call BS on his humble comment. It's okay. Ricky's a phenomenal talent, but, um, for Brian to say those comments, I get it. And I respect, very respectful of that, but his ability, it's, 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 it's uncanny because he, and I say storytelling because the, the story of that match is what people got invested in. Um, and you know, you talk about, that's what I was talking about on Saturday in uh, Steamboat, and that's why I think when you utilize legends that that have just incredible uh, credibility, 
and story and you kind of look at where steamboat kind of where he started in this story and now punk wasn't in it it was ricky and uh the two rickies steamboat and starks and then insert brian and so that's all a story in 24 hours but i believe on last night's card it's the one match that people had no idea that it was going to have the impact on the night that it did. I just don't think I can't say enough good things about it. He is an unbelievable storyteller, um, you know, brutal straps and everything that goes with it. And, you know, there was interference and whatever you want to get into it, but that place was rocking. They loved it and it was a brutally hard and I'm, you know, personally happy for Starks, you know, guys coming up in this business, every guy, you just, you know, you look back on different careers, you know, I, I think, oh gosh, Kurt gave it to Cena and a different guy, Scott Hall gave me a match that, okay, okay. Just there's certain matches that you have with older veterans or guys that are already up on top that that they're irreplaceable i believe that match is irreplaceable in ricky stark's career um i think it will be i think it's going to stand the test of time like oh wow that that and 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 look at the circumstances that it happened had not all of the other set of circumstances he'd never had this opportunity so um the grand weaver you never, ever know what is uh, going to come down the pike next. I mean, you know, I could talk about it forever. Uh, it just, it's just, it's really cool. And I don't want to lose the fact that, you know, our, our show, on, on uh, our match on Zero Hour, Conrad, what a feeling it was to be standing in the ring when Dennis Rodman walked out in front of a full house at the United Center. Hate to go back to that, Conrad, but that was a damn special moment. I uh, I love the show. I thought it was a super fun show. It still wasn't done. We had the Blackpool Combat Club, which is Claudio and Wheeler against Eddie Kingston and Shibata. Uh, Eddie got the fall, or uh, Claudio got the fall over Eddie. Takeshita, big Kenny Omega, and wow. a true classic. Thirty minutes. Go out of your way to see it. I think this and the Danielson match were the two standouts for me. We also saw the Bullet Club. Uh, tear it up. That's Austin gun and Colton gun teaming up with Jay white and juice Robinson. I love that act. Great match FTR and the young bucks and an eight man tag team match. Who said these guys couldn't work together. They're on the same damn tag team, 21 minutes. And in the main event, we still had more to go. John Moxley ended the longest reign in AEW history. Orange Cassidy's international championship, the former all Atlantic championship. John Moxley is now your champ. Another long match, 19 minutes and 50 seconds. Fans got their money's worth. It exceeded their expectations. This was um, a control-alt-delete for AEW. It felt like almost uh, a purging, if you will. I thought Tony was as good as he's ever been in the post-match media scrum. He dealt with something that maybe was weighing on him and had him torn, torn up. And you know, I think Mark Henry went on Busted Open and said, well, it ought to be all unicorn pee and rainbow blankets now because all the problems are gone. And we know, of course, he's saying that tongue in cheek. There are always going to be problems in wrestling. But if there was any sort of problem about some sort of an indecision 
Uh, a wise old man once told me indecision eats the heart out. You just got to make a decision and have a direction and move forward. It was like AEW for better or worse has done that. And their first showing afterwards was a damn home run of a pay-per-view. Wouldn't you agree, Jeff? Yeah, that's why and here's, um, the promoter in me, I've sat back and really tried to learn, absorb, analyze, you know, you go from Wembley all in to all out in seven days, uh, three TV shows. Um, but, and we both know long-term storytelling, um, is, this is gonna, it, it's always been somewhat of a myth because Jerry Jarrett and Jerry Lawler wrestled each other 46 of 52 weeks in either a single a tag or a six man tag in 1977, 78. So, oh my gosh, that's a long-term storytelling, but no, actually it was episodic and, and every week, a little something different happened here and there. Well, we went from, like you said, from Wembley to Chicago, um, the roster is obviously super deep, but the difference in the two shows to me coming out this side of it, I think everyone will learn internally or externally look to me, the contrast of, of, of the two shows in a positive way. But, um, if you would have said, coming out of when they did say it online, you just mentioned it. If you would have said coming out of Wembley, Hey, this is going to happen. You know, as far as the, the, the drama and the set of circumstances, this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. How do you think Sunday's show going to be? Everybody was said, Oh man, it's going to be tough. Well, that's the beauty of wrestling. It is the beauty of wrestling and the people who paid money, whether you're in the United center or you bought the pay-per-view, I just think you go, damn, I love that. I loved every single bit of it. It's, it's, uh, what'd you learn from the, the last seven days? I'd love to hear this take. Man, I learned that, uh, well, let me tell you, I, there's a story I heard once on hard knocks. I want to tell you about, but before I talk about that, I want to talk about something else. Hard Jeff Jarrett's ding dong boys and girls. It's harder than ever. Thanks to blue chew. And Jeff, I don't know that you saw our panel at Starcast, but we had powerhouse Hobbs debut. What's going to be his new podcast called the power hour. His first guest was Brian Danielson. They spent a lot of time talking about flaccid penises. Seriously. That was the topic. And, and, and Brian actually wondered, has anybody ever been born erect? Well, it's going to feel like you were born erect when you pop a blue chew. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis and Levitra, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, plan ahead, or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process really couldn't be any simpler. You sign up at bluechew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online. That means no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. But there won't be anything discreet about your big old ding dong. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. As Cody would say, make it your heater. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code MYWORLD. 
That all happens at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is my world and you receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring today's podcast and Jeff Stingdong. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. So Jeff, we're home stretching it now. I, um, I wanted to share with you that line I heard from hard knocks years ago. Have you seen hard knocks on HBO before? Oh yeah. So for some of you who maybe are NFL football fans, there's this fabulous show on HBO that's been around for over 20 years now. And what they do is they follow a NFL team in the preseason, preparing for battle, getting their team ready. And in the early years, they spent a lot of time focusing not on the superstars. Yes, the superstars made cameos, but they spent a lot of time focusing on the kids who were trying to make the team. They're trying to chase their football dream. And as a reminder, these guys who were trying to make an NFL team, they were probably the best players on their college team, certainly the best players on their high school team. And now they're trying to chase that dream. And if they don't make this squad, For all intents and purposes, their NFL dreams, their dream of being a professional football player is gone. And now they've got to quote unquote, go get a real job. So it was a really nice sort of a glimpse into the world of a guy trying to make that roster and week by week through camp, they make cuts. And one organization had the guy who had to go deliver the bad news and they called him the Turk and he would go to that young guy's room at camp knock on the door and said hey coach wants to meet with you bring your playbook Mm. they knew what that meant take your playbook go sit with the coach he tells you how great you are how hard you tried how much he appreciates you how much he's pulling for you but how there's not a spot on this team but don't give up keep getting better maybe we'll take a look in the future aka you're fired. And the one guy who was delivering this bad news on hard knocks that particular season, Jeff said he's learned in this league that everyone can be useful, but no one is necessary. And I really like that. We've always heard everyone's replaceable. I don't really like that idea of saying that, but everyone can be useful, but no one is necessary. AEW existed before CM Punk. AEW will exist after CM Punk. He could have been very useful, but unfortunately he's not necessary. And I think that's what I was reminded of most of all this past week, because Mm. from the outside looking in, I'm thinking, man, this guy helped land a new TV show. Allegedly with Warner sells a lot of merch, sells a lot of pay-per-views pops ratings. Like this guy seemingly checks all the boxes. Can't let that guy go. I had to remind myself, self, Eric Bischoff once held a meeting to tell everyone he was going to personally bankrupt Ric Flair. Shit happens. And here's what I know most of all, I think though, we ain't heard the last of punk. And I like that. Oh, it's, I, I, I've said it 
multiple times on today's podcast, and I've thought it in my mind that, I mean, gosh, and this sounds so repetitive, never say never. Yes. In so many different ways. There's also another saying that, um, I, from my personal experience, BS and, and, and nowadays the perspective, the lens that I, you know, really look at things through is what a massive difference in the difference in, do you want it or do you need it? We want a lot of things, but what do we really need? And there's just a difference in all that. And, you know, in our, in our industry, there are so many times that I can, well, in my life, there are so many times that I look back on and go, man, that was a really dark day. And it turns out it is the dawning of a new day that some of the greatest things happen. Who knows what the future holds for all parties involved, L literally all parties involved, but all out was a grand slam without question. And life's going to go on for everyone, uh, personally and professionally. And that's the, <laughs> now I'm going into my rides back from Memphis. My dad absolutely loved Monday night rides because he would know how his Saturday morning angles worked and he got to go to the box office on Monday night, see how it did. And then he's got a blank sheet of paper driving home every Monday night and you can control your destiny right there. What are you going to do tomorrow to affect positive change in your life? That's, that's where we're all at. And, and that's kind of cool about life that, uh, every day, um, is, is truly a new day. So, um, exciting time, Conrad, for the last outlaw to say the least. I can't wait to see what's next for wrestling. I can't wait to see what's next for AEW. And I can't wait to see what's next with the last outlaw. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but over the weekend, Sean Ross app was so impressed that you wound up working with, uh, with Dennis Rodman. He called you the goat. What? No, he did. What did he, he say? Called, he called you the goat. Oh, stop. No, I'm not making that up. Why would I make that up? What would be my motivation for that? Uh, well, the same motivation you had Saturday morning when you just aggravated the hell me. No, I just Cassio's cousin. It's it wasn't. They're not related. Yes, they are. Is he? Is Cassio going to be mad that I exposed it? No, he doesn't care. I mean, I mean you know that guy's gonna, that might that guy might sue me. Will you stop talking about this? He can't even speak English, but. Um, <sighs> Dude, I'm just telling you, he called you the damn goat over the weekend. How about that? Why wouldn't you doubt that? Well, no, I don't know. I just doing, doing what I do. Um, I will say this Conrad. Here, here's the exact quote. Jeff Jarrett is the goddamn goat. How does he keep doing this? Got red. Can I, um, uh, how do I say this? Um, no, anyway, I'll just, when, when Mr. Shivani, my friend and yours, yeah, when he said, however, he built it up in a Shivani way, Dennis Rodman, I've just got to ask you, I, I've just got to ask you, what are you doing here in AEW? Free woo, free woo. <laughs> 
Connie, it was uh, that United Center. They're like, that's F you, Jarrett. Here we go. <laughs> yes. By the way, I met multiple people over the weekend who were working Starcast, and they come up to me afterwards and they'd say, man, I hate you so much. I'm like, wait, what? What's wrong? What's going on? And they're like, I hated Jeff Jarrett my whole life. And then I started listening to the podcast. And then I got to meet him today. And he's like the nicest guy ever. I had to tell him I hated you my whole life. And I go, yeah, let me guess. He said, I guess that means I did my job. He goes, that's exactly what he said. He's the coolest guy ever. I'm like, yeah, he is. Hey, if you watch him on TV and then you're like that, no good. So I had a guy at Starcast line. Tell me this. Hey, Conrad Thompson. He's full of shit. I said, what? And Karen's beside me. This is in our autograph line. I said, yeah. He said, like, he's like, I liked you before Conrad taps. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you <laughs> found was, that one guy. Good for exactly. you. No, it was, uh, I mean, I mean, seriously, what a great compliment that is when somebody comes up to you and says, I hated you my whole life anywhere else. That would be the most offensive, awful thing you could say to somebody. But Jeff just grins bigger than ever when you say that. Oh, thank you so much. At United Center, just loved old last outlaw talking about the man. Conrad, I let me just ask you this, and I know we're, you're you're we're rolling out of time here, and we both got lots going on. Did you like my line about world peace and Sanjay Sweet and Four Life and Kim oh, Jong Un? Oh, you got it all in there. You like it all, but I, I think my favorite was in my bride here. She looks absolutely stunning in a dress, and Dennis, so do you. <laughs> I loved it. My favorite part, though, was you guys did the Chicago Bulls entrance in the United Center. Whose idea was that? Let's give them credit. Yep, got to tee it up from the player from Himalaya, Sanjay Dutt. Dude, so good. Cause he started talking about this. And I'm like, do what? And he's like, no, we're actually going to get a goal. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> dude. I just love the idea that you started playing that music and he's doing the intro. And I mean, I'm sure you remember back in the day, Justin Roberts did it for Kenny Omega, but it's like, you're in his building doing it yes. for heat. I just loved it so much. It's like, you're so easy to hate entertaining. It was entertaining. Yes. So listen, as we're wrapping up, where should I send, uh, where should I send this bill for this table? This, the same place. Oh, easy. Um, shoot. I, I forget. Hold on one second. Let me get my Google machine. As, as you're looking that up, I think Marcus has actually found the video of the table and, and we can take a look at that and see, I mean, to me, this is your guy. I mean, show me in the contract we have with Sotnam Singh where this was allowed or approved or discussed. There's this has never been discussed anywhere. And you guys went into business for yourself and you injured a man. And I know that this video footage is going to be shown as a as a part of the process of the legal procedure, but as I understand it, Marcus has it for you to review too. And I just want to know where do I send the bill? It's you know what? It's a, it's a P.O. box, but it's um, shoot. It is Rocky. Look, uh, get up. Look, look at the lights. Look at the lights. Hey, you think okay, this will talk back to me from now on? He talked back to me multiple times. Send the bill 
to Rocket 95.1, care of Casio. Okay. He'll take care of it. He'll take it. I'll do it. Boys and girls, we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming. We've been trying to talk about Jeff Hardy. If the world doesn't change three more times before we record again, we will talk about Jeff next week. But, I mean, hey, what would we be doing if we didn't talk about what's going on this last week? Uh, You get all these shows early and ad-free over at adfreeshows.com. Lots of great bonus content over there, too, including Tuesdays with the Taskmaster, Monday Mailbag with Mike Kyoto and Nick Patrick, Uh, the Insiders with a special guest uh, every month. Oh, how about... We just started a new one called the false finish, uh, talking to some of those guys, uh, like Chris Harris, like Glacier, uh, like Zach Gowan, that's all available in the archives. And so is the book with David Crockett. Uh, we should also mention that you can advertise on our program very easily. Uh, you, you usually hear some of the same commercials over and over and over. Why is that? Well, because it really works. We have a really targeted audience. If you're looking for men, 25 to 54, we got them at advertisewithjarrett.com. That's advertisewithjarrett.com. Love to have your follows on social as well. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at MyWorldPod. But the easiest and best way to support us is to check us out on YouTube. It's one thing to hear the show. It's a whole nother to actually see the show. Uh, so go out of your way to check out our YouTube channel. That's uh, myworldonyoutube.com. So Jeff, I never know what to expect when we sit down and click record, but had a blast talking with you this week. Once again, you made wrestling history. You've shared a ring with Dennis Rodman, something we never thought would happen. Uh, you made sure that a, a security guard was assaulted. Yep. And uh, I'm out four figures at least. No yep. telling what he's going to want. Yep. But uh, it's good. Feels thanks, good. Thanks as always, Jeff. I guess that's what I'm hey, supposed to say. Hey, pal. College football. Roll tide. Who, who do y'all lose to this week? No, 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 no. Is Alabama going to cover? We got DraftKings. Will they cover? Alabama will cover. It won't be close. Where Texas is going to the uh, woodshed. <laughs> Calling it now. Boy, you feel f- awful froggy at the end of this after dropping uh, four figures on a little. I got to win it back. Little picnic table that sock- I- snapped in two. I can't by wait. Way, by the way, Jeff, here's how you know that wasn't a planned spot. And I know people are going to call BS. He didn't choke slam him the right way through the table. He went long ways. Sotnam does what I ask him to do. Like a great. You go through the middle, Jeff. Hey, not, not, no, 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 no. It's my buddy. Con- nay, nay. No, not Saturday. Not when, uh, you and Cassio and Silva's ass. And I, you know what was Larry and Deborah? Are they aware of how you jerk my chain? Mom and dad, are they aware of how you jerk my chain? All okay. I don't know. Jade Lethal is still mad about what he showed up in shorts to be there, and he's like, "Hey, did Conrad really do this as a joke?" He said, "I sat on the curb, and I said I actually think it may go over into uh, Casio and Silva." That's Mike Dawkins. If we're honest, Mike Dawkins handles all the travel. I've sold everything. Good to go. Yeah, he's going to bill us for talking about him right now, so we need to hush. He, he, he don't do billable hours. He does billable seconds. Anyway, boys and girls enjoyed uh, it today. Connie pray for me, brother. I don't know what Jeff's going to try to do to me in the next week, but I'm sure I'll have to write a check and we'll talk about it next week. Right here on my world. Peace. Eric Bischoff here again, telling you about our friends over at save with Conrad.com. Now, 
Conrad's always talking about how they are helping homeowners save money, but did you know that Conrad and his team can also help you become a homeowner? They make the home buying process more enjoyable than, I don't know, making out with Stephanie and Linda. Ouch, but don't take my word for it. Hi, I'm Sarah Davis and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, so my husband has been a huge fan of Conrad's podcast for many, many years. And for years we were on road trips and he would have me listen to it. And then I got really into it. And so when it came time for us to buy a house, it was kind of like, there's really no other option at this point. Like we have to go down this path, right? It was the best. I worked with Steve. I don't know what to do. I was looking more for preparing to buy a house. How do I get this in order? What does this need to look like? What do I need to move around? What's more important that I pay off first? Because I'm a first-time home buyer. I don't know what that needs to look like. So that's when I called you guys and I talked with, with Steve and phenomenal from day one. I got a full education on home buying before I was ever asked to fill out an application, before I was ever asked to do anything, which is just, I mean, I cannot brag on you guys enough. I literally cannot tell enough people about you because we would not have a home if it weren't for you. If it weren't for that interaction and weren't for the learning process. And I feel like I went into being a first time home buyer from the time, by the time we got through the end of the process with the same education that people need four or five homes to buy. And so now I feel like, all right, well, we can do this. We can do real estate. We can, I can actually make good decisions and ask good questions at closing and beyond because of everything that you taught me. My name is Sarah Davis and I got into my dream home with Save with Conrad. And unlike the dirt sheets, we're not making this up. Check out all the five-star reviews. Go to savewithconrad.com and do it today. You'll be grateful you did. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen.